Hello and welcome to Atomic Geekdom. My name is Dave, and I hope you're having a wonderful week. Hope you had a safe and happy 4th of July, if that's your thing. If it's not, I hope you had a wonderful Thursday. Um, here in the States, it was warm, and there were fireworks, and dogs were scared, and fireworks still happen to this day, because that's just the way it works here. Uh, illegal fireworks, quote-unquote. I don't mind that stuff so much. Whatever, as long as you're safe. Go have fun. Just don't burn anything down and don't blow off your hand. Anywho, uh, joining me today to talk about mostly one thing, but a little bit of another, is Kyle the Knowledgeable. Yo, I'm knowledgeable. I'm about to drop some stuff nope, on you nope, guys. Nope, not not a rapper name. Nope. <laughs> nope. How do you know? Because you don't know. I'm going you don't for, know me. I'm going for a D&D thing here, asshole. Yeah, I know. Since no, you you don't. You clearly don't. It's, yeah. This is called. Maybe yes, this is maybe this is my character. This is called. You don't know yes, my character. You're you're bad at improv. Yes, ending. <laughs> you're 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 no, but this. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, so yeah, Kyle, the know-it-all. I should have said. Um, actually, sir. Yeah, there <laughs> I don't it is. like your tone. There it is. <laughs> his name, his <laughs> character sheet says, "Um, actually." Uh, also, it's, it's one of it's one of my uh, powers. Right, <laughs> the power to explain all things yep. no one asked for. Uh, no, just, just Josh and you. Uh, also joining us is Johnny the Jolt. Hi. I couldn't think of anything better, so I just went with your, your requested D&D name. Yeah, I was really hoping you'd say Johnny the Charismatic, but that's mm. okay. I was going for a J thing. I was trying to go with the J thing. Oh, like Kyle the Know-It-All, yeah. Dave the Douchebag. Exactly. Johnny the Jolt. <laughs> Johnny wow. the, the jerk. Oh, what about Johnny the juxtaposed? Johnny, Johnny the jackass. Oh, oh that's not very nice, <laughs> the, Dave. The, the, the juxtaposed. <laughs> I thought we were all supposed to be having fun here. Jux, juxtaposed. What? Where did what, <laughs> explain that one? Yeah, juxtaposed. I know what the word means. <laughs> Johnny the juxtaposed. All right, all right, all right. Right. Okay, so with that D and D, actually, before we jump into that, how is everybody today? Um, tired. Pretty good. Tired. Yeah, it was a it was a very early morning for me. Why? Um, I was watching my brother's dog, and who lives forty five minutes away from, basically from me, and I went out with some friends this morning for breakfast, so I had to get up early enough to drive to said place. Oh, so it's your fault. You chose it. I chose it, but I was invited to, so therefore it's their fault. Oh. <laughs> you get invited and you blame them. I like it. I like it. It's your hey, fault. I can't have the blame be on me. Sure, of course. Yeah, pass the buck. No, but no, no. it was a great time. Great time with those guys. And, um, yeah, I've just been chilling for the rest of the day, which is probably why I'm also tired. Sure. Lazy Sunday. Yeah, exactly. Especially coming, Especially having a four-day week. Or a four-day uh, weekend. Weekend. There you go. What about you, Johnny? Do you have a four-day weekend? Do you have to work Thursday and Friday? I had a three-day weekend. All right. And uh, it's actually going on tomorrow, so I have ah. tomorrow off. I, uh, I didn't. I I didn't have to work on the fourth, but I did work on the fifth. Okay. And uh, I didn't work <clears throat> yesterday. Didn't work today. Don't work tomorrow. Very nice. It was all right. Excellent. Recharge the batteries. Get, get going again. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I uh, downloaded Final Fantasy X, the remaster, on the Switch. I saw I that. I got it on the PS4, but I wanted to go through a through another another run. Yeah, I saw that last night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I spent a little bit of time on that, so that's fun. I love that game. I and saw... I played through 9 already. Okay, yeah, see, I saw Final Fantasy, and I thought you were playing 9 again, and then it said X. I'm like, oh, this guy. Yeah, you know, I... I played the version that i have on the switch for 9 and 10 is obviously the same as the one that's on the ps4 Mm -hmm. and when i played uh 9 on the ps4 i didn't use any of the secret tricks like you can you know get your money up all the way you can have max money and max stats and max level and hit everything for 9999 and never take damage or whatever but when i did it on the switch i was like you know what i just want to go through the story so you know let's skip the battles and i'll do all the cheats and then I beat it in like six hours. And I was like, that was less fun than I thought it would be. That was a mistake. <laughs> but now I don't want to play through it again because I just played through you it. just did it, yeah. <laughs> that's why I got So gotta... next time I do another playthrough, I'm not going to use the cheats. Ah, yeah, that's why I got to finish Final Fantasy VII on the Switch before the, you know, the remaster comes out. Mmm, I can't wait for Final Fantasy VIII. That also will be fun. I don't have a place to play that one, so I don't have to play it beforehand. Oh, okay. I don't, I don't know why I would. It's a remastered version, so it's not like a like like Seven's gonna be. So I can relive. Yeah, it's not like Seven. It's not yeah. a remake. It's right. just a remaster. I can relive it that yeah. way. All right, cool. Oh, Johnny the Just. Johnny the Just. <laughs> yep. All right, Kyle. Kyle, do you want to amend amend your name? No, I'm good. Okay. All right. I like it. All right. Just want to make sure we should all be able to pick our own names. Um. All right. So. The bulk of this episode will be reviewing Stranger Things 3. There's more content to talk about there, and I just wanna. Uh, but we're gonna start with, because we've all seen it now, and it bears discussion. Uh, Spider-Man Far From Home came out last uh, Tuesday. It came out on a Tuesday because the 4th of July was a Thursday, and they wanted to get as many people in as they could for the holiday. Not many people mm-hmm. not many people go to the movies on the 4th and 5th, with they're out of town or with families, but whatnot. Uh, so yeah, it came out on Tuesday, so we're at actually the first Sunday since it came out, so that's fair. No, no, we're not behind at all. Um, we've all seen it, so spoilers ahead for all of Spider-Man: Far From Home for the next maybe twenty minutes, um, and then we'll jump into Stranger Things three again. Spoilers for all seasons of Stranger Things when we get to that conversation because we're all caught up and we need to dive dive deep and dig deep uh, into what we watched. So you have been warned. Spider-Man: Far From Home obviously will include Avengers Endgame spoilers, so. Mm-hmm. You've again been warmed, and also, duh. <laughs> so, duh. do you hear about Tom Holland getting razzed because he revealed spoilers for Endgame? By the way, that Tony Stark was dead, uh, and, the, and the internet's giving him shit. People are like, "I was waiting for DVD to watch that movie." Thanks for the spoilers, Tom. <laughs> Why are you watching interviews with a guy for a movie that comes after the movie? Why exactly? Right. Yeah. And plus, how did you find it if you were staying off social media and staying away from Endgame stuff? Right, right. You Google. I was it. doing such a good job. For two or three months, I was avoiding Twitter entirely. And then this just caught my eye, and I got spoiled. Fuck you. Yeah, it's your own fault. That's... We're what? It four, is. Four months removed? Five months? Came out April 26th? Yeah, so yeah. The, the moratorium... Yeah, the moratorium on spoilers on even social media is over. Tom Holland's well within his right to talk about that stuff. Yeah. Yep, for sure. Now, if he had come out and said the twist of this movie in the interview, then we got a problem. Oh, uh-huh, mm-hmm. uh-huh. but he didn't. He actually kept that quiet. <laughs> so, Look at him; he's growing up. Yeah, he is. He actually was quite tall in this movie. It's not as tall as Zendaya. 
True. True. Yeah, she's taller. See, I was I was corrected by my niece Zendaya. Oh, Zendaya. Sorry. Yeah, I was like, really? Are you sure? She's like, yeah. Zendaya. I know. I'm like, oh, all right. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> if I ever become famous and my name appears in credits, I just want to be Johnny. No last name. <laughs> like Madonna. Yeah, like Madonna, Zendaya. Sure. Well, I say go for it. That's what I'm going to do. All right. So the movie. It's your life, Johnny. Thank you. You're not going to sing that? I'm, I'm resisting never. the temptation because <laughs> you started to say something, and I didn't want to prevent uh, you from saying what you were saying. Our timing was all off. Yeah, uh, I was oh, trying to be respectful. Thank you. Okay. Let's jump in. Spider-Man Far From Home is... Uh, the war never. <laughs> I am gonna live forever. Sorry, Dave. Go ahead. All good. The twenty-third film in the MCU, and is also the end of Phase uh, Four. Three. Three. Thank you. Three. Thank you. Uh, phase Three, directed by John Watts, who did the first film, and written by Chris McKenna and Eric Summers, and of course, he's the return of Tom Holland, Zendaya, John Favreau as Happy, uh, JB Smoove is a new teacher at the school, which was hilarious. Uh, Martin Starr returns as a teacher, who's like an all-star for me. Marissa Tomei and Jake Gyllenhaal is introduced to the MCU in a Spider-Man film where he almost was Spider-Man, replacing Tobey Maguire at one point. I think that's fun. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, also, uh, Sam Jackson and... Kobe uh, Smulders. Maria Hill woman. Kobe Smulders, yep. Robin Sparkles. That's right, right. Uh, yes, they join as Nick Fury and, as you said, Maria Hill, uh, joining the Spider-Man movie. Nick Fury trying to get Spider-Man to up his game now that, spoiler alert, Tony's dead. Uh, and we need more people to take up the mantle of hero because others are missing. Um, Thor is off-world. Don't invoke the name of Captain Marvel to Nick Fury. He doesn't like that. He doesn't. I should say, for now, (laughs) quote-unquote, Nick Fury. Um. Yeah. So, what'd you guys think overall? Before we dig into any details, what'd you guys think? So, go ahead, Johnny. Um. Well, I don't want to. Okay, so I don't want to sound controversial, and I don't want to start a whole thing. I know sometimes I hate on things that you guys like. That's okay. And and then it turns into a whole thing. So, uh, I mean, not to be too controversial, but I liked it. <laughs> <laughs> the old switcheroo. Uh. Yeah. All right. All right. Uh, what I, I mean, if you want me to expand on it, yeah. I just need to quick pop the top of this old Mountain Dew voltage. You know, when you need to go into detail about material or a subject or maybe go over a brief synopsis of a film, all you need to do is crack open an ice cold Mountain Dew voltage. And I'll tell you why, because it gets the job done. <laughs> that's that's true. We all know that's true. <laughs> so anyway, crack open an ice cold Mountain Dew voltage. Get drink that drink that but get mount get a mountain dew voltage. It's a drink. <laughs> it is liquid. Alright, did you want to go into detail now? Oh no, mandatory sip. Hold on. Oh sorry. Sorry. Oh Yeah, that's a good mountain dew voltage. <laughs> Sounds like uh Johnny hasn't had a mountain dew voltage in a quite Yeah, a long it goes time. down hard and strong. <clears throat> wow. And it lingers for some might say too long. I say not long enough. Oh. Interesting. Whew. Man, that was good. Anyway, uh, Spider-Man Far From Home. I actually saw it for a second time today. Oh. Um, I wasn't planning on it, but I had the opportunity and uh, got, a, got a free ticket. So 
I said, yeah, I'll go, I'll go see it again. So I've seen it twice. I, I enjoyed it more the second time. Uh, I, I really like this movie. I mean, it's got, it's got some issues that I, that I could nitpick if I were really looking for something, Mm -hmm. but I don't care enough because there's enough in this movie. There's enough substance for me that I, uh, that the little things don't bother me. There's some really, really, really great moments in this movie. Um, like Jake Gyllenhaal as Mysterio. Oh, ugh, perfection. It was great. He was so good. Uh, and I want to see him again forever. Yes, that's that's what I took away from it is I, I want more of uh, Jake Gyllenhaal as Mysterio. Yeah. And I, I mean, the twist is what pretty much everyone who knows anything about Mysterio ex- expected. Mm-hmm. It was a ruse. He's the bad guy. Um, but it really broke my heart when I found out he was the bad guy. <laughs> Cause I, cause I liked him. I liked him so much, and I knew going in, I'm like, ah, you can't be trusted, Quentin Beck. Everyone knows you. Yeah. No, nobody should believe a word you say. But he was so charismatic and so nice, and so when he betrayed Peter, I was like, oh right. man. You wanted to believe him for Peter too. Mm-hmm. For Peter, yeah, for sure. Like I, I was genuinely sad when he turned out to be the bad guy. Cause in my heart, I knew he was gonna be the bad guy, but I was really hoping. After they had a couple interactions, that it wasn't going to be true, mm-hmm. but it was. They he had was some the bad guy. Yeah, they had some really nice heart to hearts. Yeah, they did, and it felt they like really did. Felt like all right, he's the cool uh, the the the, the, blah. the directors or Kevin Feige or somebody explained him as if Tony Stark is like your your stepdad or no your your cool your uncle, then then Mysterio is like the cool uncle that lets you stay up late and. <laughs> all these other things and and then happy hogan yep. is, is your weird stepdad and and i have to say and i i know we don't want to take up too much time here i i have to say that that the whole sequence when peter realizes that mysterio's the bad guy and yeah. he chases him down and he like meets with nick fury or what he thinks is nick fury mm-hmm. and then it turns out to be a ruse and then he's trapped in that mysterio oh Oh yeah! Just cycle of endless mirages and tricks, and he's slipping and falling, and he's turning around and punching Mysterio, but it's not Mysterio; it's a brick wall, yeah, or a concrete pillar, and he's tripping over things because he can't see everything. I mean, that whole sequence was amazing. Yes, so it well, was so well, very cool. I go back to uh, the homecoming, and I remember the scene when he's being when he's like under all the rubble, and he's mm-hmm. just crying for help. It just broke my heart. Like you just. Like I want to go help him. How can I help him? You know, like it was yep. it was so well acted and portrayed. Because in that moment, he's a scared kid. Exactly, mm-hmm. exactly. Uh, and then in this moment, you know, this whole movie, he's just trying for just a moment to release this pressure, mourn his friend, and just be a kid again, and mm-hmm. not have to grow up so fast. And he's forced into it. And then when he actually, you know, steps up, it's an amazing moment, uh, a very heroic moment. What do you think, Kyle? I really enjoyed it. Um, uh, midnight showings should never exist. They are. It's too late. Oh, I, uh, I disagree. Why? <laughs> why? Because I'm old. Darn it. I need my sleep. You are, um, you are not old. <laughs> um, no, but I mean, it was experiencing it at midnight because I haven't done it in a while. Uh, but, I, yeah, I did like, did like Mysterio. I... I knew it was too good to be true that the multiverse was going to be set up here. It was, I, 
even though it's still 23 movies in, I still think it's a little bit too <laughs> early to have a whole, even Spider-Man uh, having dealing with the multiverse. I could see Dark, Doctor Strange in a second movie dealing with the multiverse, but not Spider-Man we just had in his a, second film. We just had a first animated Spider-Man Miles Morales film deal with it perfectly. Yeah. Yes, but this... <laughs> Only taking one movie. <laughs> So, okay, so leave it to the animated films to deal with the uh, multiverse. <laughs> you just don't want it. That's your problem. <laughs> I, yo, because um, cause this version of Mysterio was great as as the villain and not and having him set up like to to be the hero, I knew was too good to be true. Wait. So having him set up to be a hero was too good to be true. Having him having him having him come on say or to be a hero figure was too good to be true. The 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 promotional material presenting him as right. a hero. Right. So yeah. you're saying you're saying if he would have been a hero, you would have been happy with that? No. Well, you're too good to be true is Well, it was too good I... to be true to be to be that I'm just trying to understand you. That's No, all. I know. I understand and I guess I'm saying it wrong. Well, no, I'm probably... not. I get what you're saying. I I think I understand your inference, but yeah, okay. All right, go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. Uh, he's too else? good of a hero, really. Like he, he's a goody yes. goody. Um not a goody goody. Yeah, he's, he's he's no boy. He's scout. like the American dream for what a hero would be. He's cool, he's down to earth, but he's very heroic and honorable and he can he can talk to you emotionally. He's, he's so the he, anti Tony. He was too good to be true. He's the anti Tony. He's not a dick. He's not he doesn't have an ego that we see as a hero. Right. And yeah, right, right. Okay. All right. Sorry. And when, and when that and then when that when the switch happens, that's when. Oh, it's a great moment oh. when he turns. Oh, yeah. When he turns in that bar and everything starts to flick, and then he just they just start celebrating. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, when he said, "I think we did it." Yeah. <laughs> uh, what else? I mean, Happy Hogan was fun in this movie. Marissa Tomei was excellent as always, and beautiful. Oh, she is rocking those mom jeans so well. Uh, <laughs> ridiculous. Ooh. Just amazing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I liked I liked Peter's like take, but use of Tony's tech and him using it to make his new suit. And... I, that moment when he does the glove thing and Happy looks yes. at him. It's a, good, it's a nice callback. Yeah, lot, there's a lot of callbacks. A lot too. of great Iron Man callbacks. Yeah, especially to Iron Man One. Yeah, which didn't see that coming. <laughs> no, you can't tell me anybody saw that coming. No. <laughs> yeah, that was awesome too. And it's like, hey, and I was the guy that created the stuff that Tony called Barf, and you were that dude from Iron Man One, right? right getting yelled He's at like, by yeah, I was the dude from Iron Man One. Your bridges yelled at me. Yeah, Obadiah oh, State <laughs> was screaming to my face. Yeah, <laughs> built this in a cave. <laughs> With a box of scraps. Uh, <laughs> That's a great line too. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, it's really great to hear it again. When he said it, I was like, "Oh, that's right. I really like that line." Yeah, that was cool. Because <laughs> that was his turn too, wasn't it? That was when yep. we found out he was a villain. Yep. Um, if I remember right, yeah. Yeah, no, it was. And then the mid-credit scene that I clapped through because, dude. dude. Dude fanboyed hard. <laughs> oh, it was, yeah. It was nice to see somebody so elated and then also be annoyed by it for a half a second. Like, <laughs> I cannot hear him, Kyle. Shut up. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, you're that guy, Kyle. 
I was within that moment because I wasn't expecting it. I will say this. He wasn't the only one. The whole theater was applauded a few times in that movie. And it wasn't there wasn't an annoying applause until Kyle got all into J. Jonah. Well, we yeah. should say what it is. Yeah, yeah. J.K. Simmons was revealed to be the J. Jonah Jameson of this universe. Correct. And, and for the Daily Bugle dot com. Dot net. That isn't dot net? Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, you saw it twice. You would know. The controversial website, the Daily That's Bugle. Right. That's right. That's right. And he's yep. coming out with fire. Just spitting oh, fire right away. He was away. so J. Jonah Jameson. Oh. It was perfect. And he he's knew, a menace. He, he started talking. You knew he knew how yep. we would react. <laughs> <laughs> I say Mysterio is a hero. Yeah. And he'll go down in the ages as a hero. Oh, and he'll forever be known as a hero. It was Not like that masked menace Spider-Man. <laughs> it's perfect. It was like a comic book come to life. Uh, and what's great is I read an interview after the first time, uh, or actually, no, just today after the second time I saw it, I read an interview today where they were talking about how they brought him back on board and how psyched he was. And they said back then it was very comic booky mm-hmm. that character that he played. It was kind of eye-rolling. But sure. people like that exist in the real world now. Oh. So it doesn't feel out of place. It feels right at home to have a character like that on the screen yelling at you. That everything you've believed is wrong. Especially it's a journalist. So good. Yeah, a, a journalist doing it these days. Yes. Very poignant. Um, but what I couldn't help thinking on the ride home was, how is the world not going to trust Spider-Man? He just helped save the world from Thanos. But I guess it has to be about how, how the world saw it. Right. You know, how it was reported as, was Spider-Man a part of the battle? Or was he just some kid? Mm-hmm. But we all also... They told us who he is. The yeah. World. Yeah. My jaw dropped twice during that scene. It and was, then, oh, it's J. Jonah Jameson. And then it was, what? <laughs> and then Par- and it was, Parker almost saying an F-bomb. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It was your second, uh, well, almost F-bomb. It's the yeah, same, they did it's the same, same thing, thing at the end of yeah, Homecoming it's... when Aunt May said, what the fuck? Yeah, it's and the then same beat. Yep. Yeah. Fantastic. What about the final credit scene? Ooh, I liked it. I, I I liked it. Um, so let's I mean, real quick. Start, we're talking about the reveal that Maria Hill and uh, Nick Fury were actually uh, the same uh, the the husband and wife team from Captain Marvel of uh, of uh, why well, can't I think of the word? Talos and no, what's the race? Uh, the scrolls. 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 Thank you very much. Thank you. My mind went yep. blank. Yeah. That they were scrolls, and what was perfect about it is that completely explains why Nick Fury was so mean. seemed out of character <laughs> yeah. in this movie. He was Which too is... trusting. He was too belligerent mm-hmm. with Spider-Man joining the team. It was almost like Fury told him, "These are your jobs, and you must execute them at all costs." Yeah, because normally Nick Fury's like, "If you don't want to join, I guess I'll find another team. I think you should join. We'd be better with you, but whatever." It kind of this takes... guy was like, join the team or die. Right, right. I'm going to kill the next person that answers that door. <laughs> <laughs> and I love Talos. He was oh. my favorite part of Captain Marvel. So it was so was such a, a pleasant surprise yes. to, to see him again. Ben, ben Mendelsohn, I want to see that character in more it's, movies. Yeah, it was a great surprise to see him be a good guy in that. While, yeah. I, didn't, while I don't like a good scroll, uh, they should be pure evil. But to have a faction that is good is nice to see, and to be played by a guy who's almost always a villain, a great a great spin. Um, so it was cool to see him have some fun, and especially when he's 
Who was he talking? He was talking to Fury about how things went, and he, his wife was <laughs> his wife was telling him, "Tell him the truth." <laughs> yeah. Trick, yeah, he tricked you too. <laughs> I like when he says, "We gave him the glasses." It was it was very touching. <laughs> right, <laughs> yeah. it's a very touching oh. moment, you know. And then some, it kind of went off the rails a little bit. Yeah, right. Didn't go quite as planned. Yeah. <laughs> And then the reveal that Nick Fury is out in space on that scroll ship. Yeah, that uh, Captain Marvel helped. Maybe setting up sword. Maybe, that's yeah. that's that's where me and Kyle went too. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't mind that. I'd like. Uh, I've t- we talked about it before. The green-haired girl. I can't remember her name. That Joss Whedon created. I wouldn't mind her. Yeah, I can never remember Brand. her name. Either. What'd you say? What is it? Brand. Brand. Uh, yes, Victoria? Abigail Brand. Abigail. Is Abigail Brand? Angela. Yeah. A- oh, Abigail. Abigail yeah. Brand. Yeah. I like that character okay. a lot, and. Uh, and it works because she eventually dates Beast that can bring the X-Men in eventually. Mm-hmm. And then Beast joins Sword. And the Avengers at some point. Yeah. yeah. And then, of course, he's a member of the X-Men. We all know that. Of, of course. Do we? Do we know that? I think so. I think so? Only okay. 18 semi-decent X-Men movies. And, and <laughs> it's six awful X-Men movies. Um, but no. Uh, yeah, so... Interesting credit scenes. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Very surprising. They were good. Yeah. Yeah. And it, to like Spider-Man, like having his, having his um, identity outed is terrible for him because of his loved ones. But if you look at this universe with like everyone's uh, identity, it's all out anyway. Yeah. But, but this his, one hits yeah. home the most for him. I think we because talk- he was right. We've talked about it before. The only one that really needed to keep his identity was Spider-Man. Up to this point, I should say. Mm-hmm. Uh, was Spider-Man. Because he's just a kid. And he's got family mm. and loved ones. Innocent, very, very innocent people involved in his life. Um, where, you know, not that Pepper and Happy aren't as equally innocent. But this this, kid, this guy's not even 18 yet. So, yeah, um, it just hits harder. Uh, it would be a shame to see MJ or Ned get in trouble. Uh, the, the scene where he throws her off the uh, Eiffel Tower, was, was anybody thinking callback to breaking a back? No? No. Mm, I kind of did for a second. Not that it would actually happen, but, like, here's a little tease. Oh. It, it didn't really cross my mind, but maybe it's just because it was all an illusion. and Sure, sure. It was Mysterio, not Goblin, and... Yeah. Uh, it didn't cross my mind. Now at that one... whole sequence, though, man. Like, oh. I, I want to go see it for a third time just to watch that whole scene of him, <laughs> of him struggling to figure out what's going on as all these illusions are like destroying mm-hmm. him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so good, so good. At one really point, at the end, when one of uh, is it Vi- Vec? Is that how you say his name, Vec? Vec. Vec, with a B or B E C K. It's a B. Okay. Uh, when he's, you know, getting in trouble and he's saying, I've always got a back, I had a backup plan. And that's what we find out later with the J Jonas Jameson thing He's doing mm-hmm. that, that alternate video. Um, the guy that was helping him was packing up the briefcase and everything. And Kyle leaned over and said, what? I said, oh, he could be working for Norman Osborn. Oh, he could. Or he could take that to Norman Osborn. Or he could take it to Norman Osborn. Yeah. 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 Which there's... In the, in that uh, when when uh, Peter is uh, swinging through New York, you see him over Grand Central Station, and there's a sign like right by it. That's where the old Avengers Tower is. It says one, two, three question mark. There's so a no lot four. of people, yeah, 
a lot of people are maybe hinting that the Avengers Tower will be the Fantastic Four Tower, which I can't think of the name for right now. And my buddy said uh, it also says, "Wait till you see what we have for what we have next," or something yes. like that. Yeah, something similar to that. I missed that completely. Um, I missed well, it. I missed it the first time too. I, I, I mean, I read up on it, so that's how I know. Oh, yeah, I didn't, I didn't notice much. it either time. I didn't that's do any really. research on Easter eggs at all before we started talking. Um, I should have, but yeah. Well, I mean, the the when Quentin says, you know, Baxter oh yeah, Billing. we're in Universe Six One Six, and I'm from Earth. Blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a reference to the yeah. comic uh, continuity. Baxter Building. Which, Baxter Building. Yes, that's it. Mm. But they've. I know, like the writers have also, all the most of the, or even Kevin Feige has come out and stated that this, that our, um, or that the MCU Earth was like nineteen thousand nine hundred and ninety nine. So as soon as he said that six one six, I'm like, yeah, this is fake. But it was a funny nod. Yeah, it was a, it was a great nod to it. Yes, I rolled my eyes. That that was my <laughs> prediction too. When when we saw the first trailer and and they revealed that he's from, he says he's from another Earth. That the snap tore a hole. Well, I remember when we were on this podcast and we were recording. I said, "I I think that that's the lie. I don't think he's from another mm-hmm. universe. I mean, obviously we know he's going to turn out to be the bad guy, but mm-hmm. I felt like like I was. I'm excited to see a multiverse down the road. I'm with Kyle. It's too early to go into that stuff, especially when they're looking at introducing these other properties and we're getting sequels to. I mean, Doctor Strange might be the best way to introduce a multiverse." But um, I'm just not ready for it yet. I want to see it someday, but not yet. And so uh, I felt like I was, I was like, oh, I got that's something I predicted. I was right. <laughs> uh, he's from, Johnny, did you He says he's about... from Earth-833, oh. sorry. 833? Yeah, I just looked it up. 830, yeah, I, that doesn't ring a bell. It's not. Like, it's it's cause, just throwing it out there. Yeah, because Mysterio's first appearance was Spider-Man number 13. I just read up on it today, so that's why it's... Whatever nerd. Whatever nerd. <laughs> um, but thoughts on Betty and them calling it the blip? I don't mind that. Uh, if it's the kids doing it, that's fine. But the whole world is calling it that. Yeah. I think I think they're still referring to the snap as the decimation. Yes. The blip is everyone coming back. Right, right. So I'm fine with that. I just thought it was a dumb name. Yeah. But you know, whatever. It's it's a small thing. It's it's one of those things that could have started with a bunch of kids calling it that, and then it starts trending on social media, and then pretty soon people need a name for it, so they just yeah. call it the blip, just like DCEU. Very true. Very true. That's true, what very, happened. That's a good Some point. Some publication needed a name for it, and they said, "Well, just call it the DC Extended Universe." And then pretty soon, there was nothing else to call it but the DCEU. Yeah, just made sense. Yep. Um. Uh, I loved the beginning with the kids doing the news broadcast to bring you up to speed. I thought that was fantastic. Ah, uh, broke my heart. Yes, yes. And Betty Brandt and whoever that guy was, I can't remember who it was. Um, great, great stuff. <laughs> was yeah, yeah. I really liked Betty Brandt in this too. Oh, she got she more was great. to do. Yeah, she was great. Her uh, and Ned were, were really cute and really funny. And then that whole bit at the end where they're like, oh, no, we broke up. Yeah, it's over. Not together <laughs> oh, no, what happened? Well, you know, men and women, sometimes they grow up and grow apart, but we'll never forget. Our time together and we'll always be friends. And she's like, Oh, you're so mature. Oh, babe. 
Uh, it was awesome. The whole babe thing back and forth was eye-rollingly honest. Yeah. <laughs> it's just the way it is. Babe, come on, babe. Yeah. So, Flash Thompson, did you like him this time more than last time? I think I yeah. liked him more this time. Yeah, yeah think, and you yeah. know what? There was something that stuck out to me. <clears throat> I noticed it the first time, and so I was paying closer attention to it the second time to see if it was being if the moment was supposed to be funny or sad. But the moment when they come back from, you know, they're all, they're at the oh, airport yeah, yeah. by their family and he gets to that guy and he's like, mother couldn't make it. Yeah. My first thought was, is that supposed to be a joke? Like what's like, I don't get it. Mm-hmm. Cause nobody in the, nobody in my theater laughed and I thought it was sad. Yeah. So it's supposed to be I, sad. Yeah. That's what I thought. So the second time I was like, I'm going to pay really close attention and see if this is supposed to be a sad moment. And if this is supposed to introduce us to the idea that maybe there's some sad stuff going on in Flash's life. Like he's got parents that aren't around. Oh, uh, you and the streaming. Yeah. yeah, the streaming is a very big call to attention. Yeah, you mm-hmm. see some of that when Peter puts on Edith on the glasses oh, yeah. and he yeah. reads some of that. You see that there's some problems with him and his or at least his mom uh, with text messages. Oh, okay. Yeah, She's I not, couldn't yeah. I couldn't read any of that stuff. Fast. I mean, some of it I read, but I didn't read his stuff. I guess that Edith, um, that Edith stuff was, was hilarious. <laughs> the Edith stuff was good. Yeah. Um. And and what what was it? Uh. Even. Oh, let me see if I can find. Even it. dead, I'm. I'm the, I'm hero. the hero. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Even yeah. Even dead, I'm the hero. Oh. Uh, yes. So that's funny. Very Tony. Mm-hmm. Um. But uh. Uh. Yeah. It's like I like that moment, and that made him a more interesting character to me. Um, I love the fact that he that he adores Spider-Man. I think that's fantastic. That's a very Flash Thompson thing that, from the comics. That the moment from the trailer that's in the movie where he's talking about how Spider-Man's so cooler than Mysterio, and then Parker walks in and he just calls him out like a dick bag or something. It was hilarious. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Only so in the trailer, it's uh, in the trailer, it's um, he's got a dope suit. He helps protect people, and I really respect him. Yeah. And in the movie, it was he's got a dope suit. You know, he's always saving people. He makes me want to be a better person. What's up, dickwad? <laughs> it's so good. It's perfect. Oh, yeah, it's... I liked him a lot more in this. And Zendaya, I liked a lot more in this because I'd settled into the idea that she is MJ. MJ, yes, yeah. They shouldn't have done that thing before where her name was what, Michelle? Michelle, yeah. When they had to the fool you. Like, call me MJ. Just yeah. start. If that's going to be your MJ for the series, just start by calling her MJ. We would have loved her either way, yeah. Yeah, because I really liked her in, in Homecoming. And then at the end, when they're like, oh, by the way, this is the Mary Jane, I was like, oh, that's a surprise. Hold on. Right. I thought she was a totally unique character. So going into this, when I've just, okay, she's MJ. God, I liked her a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's so funny. Yeah, really well done. Yes. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, last question, then we'll move on to Stranger Things. Um, is Mysterio actually dead? I'll answer no. No? Hell no, he's not dead. Uh Uh-uh. The version of him that got shot was an illusion. Ah. Oh. So he was never... I paid attention the second time. He was never on the bridge. When you see when you see that he I mean he he's formulating plans for what to do. Remember, like very early on in Spider-Man messing with the the illusion, he's like, all right, cut everything. We're, you know, we're going with plan B or whatever it was. That's when he starts formulating what he's going to do to destroy Spider-Man's reputation and make himself out to be the hero yeah. of the situation. Ah. So when he's when he's yelling at the at the at the drones fire and they're like, you're in the line of fire. He's like, just shoot him already. Right. And then he gets shot. 
that's the same version that Peter walks up to and then is revealed a moment later. Oh, by Peter. Not yeah. the real him. Yeah. So ah. he's definitely not dead. Yeah, I'm I'm really we're gonna talk about it in Stranger Things too, about people who might not be dead, but yeah, I would be upset if he's dead. I would really because this is one of the one of the best Marvel villains they've done. Um mm-hmm. Especially when you yeah. we mess with our Peter Parker, Tom Holland, we get angry. <laughs> yeah, because now we have because now we have the Vulture, we have Scorpion, Mysterio, we have Scorpion, we have three of the Sinister Six, mm-hmm. and an allusion to Hydro Man, the real one. Yep. Yeah. And then there's the potential. Not that this is Sinister Six, but they want to potentially. I mean, John Watts, the director of this movie, wants Venom involved. Eh. <laughs> I didn't not... say it was a good idea. <laughs> yeah. First of all, not the one from the Sony movies. Not at all. That's what no, they're talking about, but yes, I agree. Yeah, I agree. No. I'm saying no. So mm-hmm. the foot is the foot has been put down. No. <laughs> the jolt and says also, no. It's too early to introduce Venom in the Spider Man story. Oh. We don't want to we don't want a repeat of Spider Man three in Spider Man three. <laughs> <laughs> right, the next Spider Man movie is gonna be the Sinister Six and Venom. <laughs> right. With Black Cat. And Silver, Silver Sable. Sable, yeah. That's yeah, all of them. And Norman Osborn. And Norman Osborn, yeah. Yep. All right. I actually uh, went on a went on a a tweet rampage last night because I had this great idea for how to set up a superior Spider-Man movie. Yeah. And I was like, all right, this is how many movies it's going to take. In this movie, Doc Ock appears, and we, you know, and these are some of his character quirks. And then in the next movie, it's an ensemble piece, and blah blah blah. And then in the next movie, it's blah, 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 and then Sinister Six, and then blah, 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 and then boom, there's your superior Spider-Man story. And it was like, I mean, it wasn't that long. It was eight or nine tweets. And after I posted all of it, I was like, oh, shit, some of that's really good. So I deleted it because I, I didn't want it out there. I'm gonna, <laughs> you don't want anybody to take I'm it from you? pitch it now. There you go. Nice. All right. Here we go. We're all done with Spider-Man, yes? Um, hold on. Um, let, me, let me make sure. Do I have any last-minute thoughts on it? um we talked happy we talked the supporting characters i like the suits yeah the suits were good i also liked how they did deal with the night monkey eh. no the uh the five years gone i think they handled it well uh yeah it was it was played more comedically yeah yeah you know what that that was my one criticism i think is that the world seems too Neat and put back together. Yes. There would be a so, lot of depressed and really crazy things. Like my fiance, you know, uh, faking her own blip. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. She faked She faked being snapped away so she could run away with someone. It's played right. for laughs. Yeah. But, but some legit stuff, stuff like, like that. that. Did happen. Yeah, right. Exactly. People moved on. And I know it's not that kind of movie. So my question is. In the beginning of the movie, Betty Brant says, even though we were almost halfway done with school, they made us retake the whole year. Does mm-hmm. that mean this is nine months after eight months. everyone came back? It's eight months after? Yeah, she said eight months. Okay, eight months. So eight months is a decent amount of time, but we saw the state of the world in Endgame, and it was bleak. Yeah. Yeah. At least so, in New York. Which, yeah. So, it's yeah. again, it just seems a little too clean it, I, I don't know that eight months is enough time for the world to look as put back together as it does. Maybe I'm wrong, but for me, I was kind of like, ooh, it's almost too, it's too tight. I would agree. Yeah. Yeah. 
but that's my only real criticism. And again, there's so much good in this movie mm-hmm. um, that the little things that did bother me or the little things that I took issue with don't don't sway my opinion of it. I still really still really enjoyed it and would happily see it again. There you go. I plan to before I leave for my vacation, so hopefully I can get there this week. All right, we're going to move on, and we're going to do it like this. Oh, okay. No, we're not snapping. How dare you? Of course. We're all still here. Of course. My my computer. Oh, it's the destination. It's the decimation. Destination. It's the decimation. Mr. Dave, I don't feel so good. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I just really wanted to play this song. (laughs) So... (laughs) I had to make an excuse to do it. I love this theme song. Okay, we're gonna talk Stranger Things three now because Stranger Things is, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna gush, is my favorite show right now. I love this show so much. It means the world to me, and I don't know why. It makes me feel good to watch. Um, so Stranger Things one came out uh, 2016, and I remember starting it thinking, oh, it's about this kid that disappears. This will be cool. And then I remember reading a little bit about it being some kind of anthology thing where every season's going to be a different group of characters and different kinds of weird stuff that are going to happen, that kind of thing. And uh, I watched the season and just got completely involved in the nostalgia of the 80s and then these characters, these kids who reminded me of my friends and just hanging out. I was young in the 80s, but I was still a kid in the 80s. Anyway, uh, I really fell in love with the show, and I'm glad it's on season three, and I could not wait for the season. What about you guys? How big of Stranger Things fans are you guys? Uh, Kyle. Uh, not as big as you. Uh, I enjoy the I enjoy the series. Um, but <clears throat> yeah, no, I I mean it's it's not I'm not going out and reading everything or because I actually have not rewatched season one or two. So I guess I'm not that big. It doesn't feel like I'm that big of a fan, but I mean I enjoy the series for what it is. Okay. Johnny, I don't. I do not own any merchandise. That's fine. You don't have to own merchandise to be a fan. <laughs> <laughs> me, me neither, Kyle. Um, but I'm a fan. I, I, uh, I really, really like the show. Um, it's, uh, yeah, I was one. I stayed up to wait to drop mm-hmm. on Netflix, which I don't do very often for very many shows. So, um, I got about one or two episodes in before I just before I conked out. Yeah, me too. Um, we had done the the office party that night, so I really mm-hmm. only had to wait like an hour for the first episode, and then I'm like, I can't stop. I need one more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I think I started nodding off during episode two, and uh, and I didn't want to miss it. Normally, normally, regardless of what the show is, I'll just kind of take note of of what time in the episode it is, and let myself fall asleep, and then restart the episode around that time. Mm-hmm. Um, but this one, I was like, I don't want to miss anything, so. Uh, I actually turned it off and put on Hulu and watched some more Futurama till I fell asleep. And then uh, after I got home from work the next day. Um, oh, did I go to work the next day? That would have been 4th of July. Then no, I didn't. I woke up the next morning and just restarted where I was. Nice. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, I do. I really like the show. I think it's really well done. And um, I think that uh, I think that season one is great. I think that season two is good to great i for some reason i just can't get over that one episode that like everyone kind of universally dislikes where she meets up with her sister and it's the whole like what if this was a spin-off show 
Um, but I try not to let that weigh down an entire season. It's just one episode. But it did drag that season a little bit because it was like, oh, I got to get through this to get to the end. Are you kidding? Um, uh, but this season was great. It was it was very good. I'm a, I'm a big Stranger Things fan. I don't know if I'm as big a fan as you are. I wouldn't say it's my favorite show on TV. Mm-hmm. It's certainly one of my favorites. It's one I really look forward to. And as soon as it was over, I was like, no, <laughs> I need yeah. more. We're going to need to. Yeah, we're going to need to talk about the ending and then the ending. Um, <laughs> a so, very tight eight episodes. Yes. Yeah. Which yes. is not something you find super often on Netflix. They seem to. And maybe it's mostly with the Marvel shows. Because those are the shows I probably binge the most on mm-hmm. Netflix, but man, eight episodes is perfect. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, every season could just be eight episodes, and that's and that's just fine. And this, yeah, this I, season, I split it to... up into two days. For me, at least, I did not binge it completely all in one day. I did four episodes on July fourth, and then I finished it on Friday, the fifth, on Saturday. That's the sixth. Okay, one of those gotcha. days. Gotcha. I was busy. Um. Yeah, this season, each episode just collided with the other one. They just went right into each other, very very seamlessly almost. Um, and it was eight, last season was nine, and then eight before that. So um, they've, they found their, their sweet spot with eight, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, this season, four episodes were directed and written by the Duffer Brothers, which was the same as last season. The first season, obviously, was almost all Duffer Brothers directing with Sean Levy directing two episodes. Sean Levy directed two episodes again this year like he did last year and the year before. Your season before, I should say. So the episode titles, uh, we'll, we'll do that because now that we've seen it, we kind of have an idea of what it means. We didn't going in, really. We had guesses. but uh, So you had Susie, do you copy? Uh, episode two is the Mall Rats. Not one word, two words, Mall Rats. Uh, the case of the Technically mis- three words, the Mall the, Rats. The Mall Rats, thank you. <laughs> uh, the case of the Missing Lifeguard. The Sauna Test. The Flayed. E pluribus unum, which is the American uh, motto, which means out of many, comma, one, which makes sense for the flayed thing. Uh, the bite and the battle of Starcourt, which it really was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, was fantastic. Um, okay, so this season immerses you into the mall culture of the 80s when malls became a big thing is so much so that they even touched on how small businesses were dying because of malls. And that's the way it worked. All these small businesses were dying because all these companies were inside one place and you get everything mm-hmm. you needed in one stop. So all the small companies in small towns would go out of business. Now we're looking at the other things. Malls are dying now um, because you could order everything. Um, so we're kind of so far removed from it now. Take that malls. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Boy, all right. So we're, uh, boy, where do we start? What uh, characters? Yeah, okay. Where, where, where do you want to start? What group of characters? Because they really separated into basically four groups of characters. Um, well, maybe three, and then I have one character specifically that I'm that I'm really excited to talk about. Let's do it. All right, let's talk Billy. Okay. Should I should I be <laughs> because... afraid? Should I be afraid that that's my nephew's favorite character? I think I should. Um... <laughs> <laughs> no. If it, was, if it was his favorite character from the second season, then yes. Yes, he hasn't finished season three, so yes, I'm very afraid. Okay. <laughs> like, you're yeah. a sociopath. Um, I liked Billy from the start of this season. He was... Uh, he, he, we got some backstory a little bit in season two that he said that he got a rough childhood, but they didn't go in depth. We just know we that that know. happened. We just know his dad mm-hmm. was pretty aggressive with him, yeah. 
Yeah, and the one, and he was the character I hated in season two. Mm-hmm. Not not that he did a bad job, just as a character, You're I hated to. him. Yeah. He was a dick. Yeah, he was. So Steve was a dick in the first half of season one, but you began to love him. He was what he was completely the opposite of Steve um, in season two. He's just a dick. Mm-hmm. Yep, straight up dick. No, re- no, no redeeming qualities. Right. It's not like not like he was a dick, but he really cared about his sister. He like seemed to not really give a shit about her at all. No, in that blamed, season, blamed her for everything. Yeah. So so going into this season, and it looked like he was going to have a bigger role, and he seemed like a racist, <laughs> and he seemed very yeah. much like a racist. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. So going into this season, I, I I see that he has a bigger role. I'm thinking redemption arc, mm-hmm. like Steve, but no, <laughs> no redemption arc really. I mean, kind of, but. Yeah. Hey, lardass, like, no running. <laughs> instantly, he's the vessel for the mind flare. Yeah. Um, he kind he flirts with the mom, which was kind of weird. Why would you keep that if you're not going to expand on it throughout the season? Um, so that was a weird moment when you look at the season overall. But that aside, um, when he's taken and he's like desperate and screaming and he's trying to, you know, hold on to the rails so he's not pulled down the stairs. I was like, oh, no, Billy. Yeah. So somehow from from the end of season two to maybe 50 minutes into the first episode, I cared what happened to him because mm-hmm. he was so scared. Yeah. And, uh, and so he's the bad guy, right? And uh, he's he's doing bad things, and I couldn't tell yet if it was, like, unlocked inner desires. Mm-hmm. Was he a murderer in his heart? And so... That's what he becomes when the mind flayer gets inside him. We right. find Was out later, just... obviously, that he's the vessel that, that the mind flayer is controlling him. Yeah, and that he doesn't want to do it. Um, oh yeah, when those he... those few moments throughout the season when he like breaks down and starts starts really becoming vulnerable. The sauna and saying, "This isn't my fault. I don't want to do this." Yeah, it was heartbreaking. Crying in the sauna to Max. Yeah, yeah, that was hard. That was hard to watch. Yeah. I was and poor Max. Oh yeah, but I like that she. I like that uh, that she didn't take that role of. Well, he's my brother, and of course he's not the bad guy. She was kind of like, well, let's see where this goes. She was hoping. He's kind of always been an asshole. Yeah, <laughs> she was hoping it wouldn't be him. Like it. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm really happy with how that played out. I mean, I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to go over the whole arc. Just yet, you know, if yeah. there's stuff you guys want to add at this point. What do you think, Kyle? Um, Billy. On um, Billy, I'm. Until the end, he wasn't—he wasn't my favorite character. Uh, but then, at the end, he—he he had that redemption, very small redemption. Um, I don't know if sacrificing your life is small. Well, I mean, he could have—if he was still a dick, he could have just ran. Yeah, but I mean, I don't know. I'm just—I would. My whole thing was. Did he earn it? Well, it's it's tough in that situation because sure. he didn't have control. Right. right. So there's not really a way for him to earn it. The only thing he can do to earn it is to put up whatever fight he can to stop the mind flayer, which is exactly what he did. And he mm-hmm. bought he bought, bought them uh, time, gave them more time. time. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, all he can really fight redemption for is the things he did before he was infected. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then now that he knows what's happening, and you know he can he, now he has a chance for some kind of power. This is what he did, and yeah, I got got to give him credit for that. I think, yeah. absolutely. 
Yeah, he's not Anakin Skywalker. That uh, that moment when he's when he's uh, he always did that thing when he you know lay someone down on the ground and he get real close and he'd be like, "Don't be afraid." Yeah, try not to move. Try, try not to move too much. Yeah, uh, and it was creepy. And when he did that with L, and then L kind of had those flashes. Oh yeah. Um, oh, and that mo- okay. I don't want to get to that yet. That moment when she's in his memories mm-hmm. and seeing him interact with the mom and then the stuff he went through with the dad and then being introduced to Max. Yeah. Um, that was like so much more powerful than I think any show really has the right to be (laughs) right. Like it was way better because we, we don't know too much about this character. And so far throughout the season, he's been the complete bad guy. Right. We're kind of trained to realize, well, these eighties bad guys are like this. They're dicks. All they, all they worry about is where they're going to get laid next. Mm -hmm. And then we, we watch Billy just be a complete dick to max and then lucas and all the boys and beats the crap out of steve and now we go into season three and he's you, you know they, they they threatened him and you know leave me alone and all that kind of thing and you, you're assuming he's going to do that but he's still being mean to kids at the pool and still flirting with a married woman and all these things he's about to you know meet her on a date when he gets ca- caught by the mind flayer um mm. but yeah and then we we get to find out the real reason why he is the way he is, and that felt very real to me, like mm-hmm. like a lived in world, like this. There's a reason why he's the way he is. Um, what- there was the moment too early on. I think it was episode two when mm-hmm. he's sweating and and he goes into the pool room, and then the the um mom Mike's mom comes in and is like, oh. "I'm real sorry, I didn't show up. I realized I had a family," and he's like struggling to maintain composure. And then they did that quick shot of him turning around and slamming her head into, yeah. the, into the into the unit or into mm-hmm. the wall essentially, and then it cuts cuts back and you realize that was just something that happened in his head, and instead of doing that, he turns around and he says, "Just stay away from me." At that moment, I was like, "Oh, he's fighting it." Yeah, I felt, I felt or he's trying his best to. Yeah, he kind of saved her there mm-hmm. by not letting her get too close. Um, yeah, you got to feel bad. I, I I almost didn't feel bad for the editor of the paper. Uh, yeah, no. Those people at the paper were, I mean, yes, Dicks. yes, the 80s were not kind to women in the workplace. The 90s weren't. <laughs> the 2000s aren't. Uh, yeah. But, yeah, that was rough. <laughs> yeah. I think if there's one thing we can take away from this, it's Jake Busey is an asshole. <laughs> yeah, he pretty much <laughs> is in every role. Yeah. He was the worst. He did, what was that thing? But for no reason, he did that thing where he hung his tie like he was getting hung. Yeah. Like, and then he's laughing. What is that even a reference to? Right. Nobody nobody was hung. She's not fired. <laughs> like she's yeah. got, not just, are you threatening her life for some reason? I don't get that. For, I feel like they were like, just be douchey 80s guys. Right. And they were like, oh, no problem. I'm going to kill her for not putting mustard on my burger. Jake Busey's like, so be like I am every day? They're like, you got it, Jake Busey. And he's like, I don't take advice from women, all right? I want to hear it from your boss. <laughs> The only time I thought Jake Busey was a good guy was in one episode of Fastlane back in the day. <laughs> one episode, he was a decent guy. <laughs> that was it. Um, I definitely didn't feel too bad. But you know what? The editor kind of, because he didn't seem like a bad, bad guy. Sure. He had a family. He had a daughter. Yeah. yeah. He just like went along with it. Like he didn't argue with the guys when they gave her crap. Sure. And he didn't really laugh along that often either. I think he made one joke. Yeah. About yeah. It, it was yeah. with the rats. When he yeah. thought, when he thought it was a good story or something like that, and then yeah, when he was pretending, I think this is a yeah yeah when he's kind of buying into it, 
But that was it. Aside from that, he didn't really partake in the laughter against Nancy. So mm-hmm. the one moment I'll forgive. There you go. It's a guy's club. You don't want to be the one that stands up for the woman or you're going to look weak. Especially when you're the boss. Yeah. Especially when you're the boss. So let's, yeah. dig, it, let's dig into that arc. Jonathan and Nancy. So <laughs> Jonathan's the photographer who always gets interrupted while he's developing film by Nancy. <laughs> Uh, the kid can't catch a break when he's trying to develop film anywhere, <laughs> even in high school. Oh, are we? Are, oh, are we really moving on? We're done with Billy. Oh, I'm sorry. No, no, we can. We, yeah, let's, let's continue. We didn't. But we didn't I just finish. had one last thing that yeah. I was that I was saving for the end because it's the end. Cause yeah, it's, it's it's his end. So that moment um, when he's you know when he's got Elle on the ground and he's whispering to her to to not move and to not be afraid when she starts talking about his mom. Mm-hmm. And she was like describing how she had a hat and a blue ribbon, and she was wearing a white shirt with a blue and red flower on very, it, and there were pretty. yellow sandals with yeah. sand. And you can see like the black veins in him are are kind of slowly receding. Every time the camera cuts to him, there's less on him. And then she she gets to that part where she says she was pretty, and he just kind of smiles and nods his head, and tears well up in his eyes. I was crying at that point, <laughs> like tears. Not 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 one tear. I had tears coming down my face. Like, oh my God, Billy, no, <laughs> come back! It was really really powerful to me. And uh, and then they, and then he gets that moment where he stands up and he's kind of like mm-hmm. puffing his chest out. And then that then the mind flayer's mouth thing comes out and he grabs it and he's like, Argh! and oh, it's all yeah. slow motion and it's he's screaming. And then the the things get on his side and they start swatting at him and blood's coming out. And like that was gory. Yeah. For, for stranger things. I mean, stranger things can be gory, but to me that was like, that was a human being with, with, uh, spikes going into its body and blood is like gushing. It was out. a little like Bob's death. Yeah. But I amped up, yeah. amped up a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. And so, and then he died. And then before he dies, when Max is like, Billy, Billy. And he's like, sorry. Like, oh, oh yes, yes. Oh, you got to say I'm sorry. And that girl who played Max, that scene was fantastic. Oh, I, I read today, too, that her younger sister played young Max in the flashbacks. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, yeah no, she she did it. God, she did a great job in that scene. So that, I mean, hit him in that season from beginning to from beginning to end. It, it's, it's, it's its own contained thing. I don't even think you... Well, no, you know, I was going to say I don't think you need to see him in season two in order for this to work. I think you do. I, do, I think mm-hmm. you do have to see what an asshole he was in season two for this to feel as powerful as it did. And, man, it really got me. Whew. There were two times in the season when I was crying, crying, crying. And this was one of them. Yeah. And, God, it got me so – it got me hard. And so I've rewatched that scene multiple times now. And every time – I get at least choked up. I'm not bawling, mm-hmm. but I'm but I get choked up. And I'm like, oh my god, Billy, no, <laughs> no, don't die. Uh, well, that's oh, awesome. It's awesome yeah. when TV can do that. It's just so yeah. good. When I've had that moment with Stranger Things before, and I've had it with Thirteen Reasons Why, um, where it's just got me um, mm. a couple times with that show, and then with Stranger Things, there was that moment, and we'll talk about others. Um, but yeah, all right. yeah, I won't be as passionate about any of the other characters. Just so you know, I like it. Just <laughs> Billy stuff was a thing. It's been on my mind since I've That's finished the season. That's and fantastic. I, can't, I just can't get it out of my head. I love it. I love it. All right. Well, that was your favorite character was Billy then, right? Or the character? No, story, my favorite story. character was still Steve. Okay. 
but the story yeah. the story there okay my my favorite arc i would say is is billy's okay let's talk that real quick before we dig into jonathan and nancy's story uh favorite character so yours is steve Mm-hmm. love it good choice all right you want to say why or should we wait till we get into his story I just, I've just always liked him. Like, even in season one, when he was kind of being a douchebag, it was, it, he wasn't a douchebag inherently in his heart. He was a douchebag because his friends were douchebags and he didn't stop them. Right. He was king of the school. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he didn't want to lose that, that title. You know, he didn't want to lose that popularity. Which and and really he's just kind of grown and grown yeah. and grown and grown and grown as the series has gone on. And, and I think he's super funny. I think he's, I think he's always screwed over when it comes to ladies. Mm-hmm. That was a real, that made me real sad for him. <laughs> he was like, I like this girl. She's fantastic. She makes my heart flutter. What do you think about that? She's like, oh, uh. and she's like, well, what do you think about the guy? Oh, uh, no, no, I mean, he's cool. <laughs> I was like, oh no, Steve, don't you see? Yeah, right. Come I on. see it, Steve. Do Come you? Let Steve figure it out. Come on, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but then I like how immediately. He goes into, you know, joking about it. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. He didn't make it um, weird. Obviously, the reveal, not, not to leave anyone in suspense, is that he, he, he develops feelings for his friend, this girl, Robin. And then when he professes his feelings, he finds out that she's gay. Mm-hmm. Um, or at least bisexual. Right. Uh, because she says, I like you far more than I thought I would. And I don't know if that means as a friend or maybe she's developed feelings for him, too, but doesn't know what to do with it because she's always considered herself gay. I don't know. I kind of felt, yeah, I thought that at first too, but I thought, well, she wouldn't like him because this girl that she likes loves him and is infatuated with this popular dick who wouldn't give me the time of day. Can't remember me being Mm -hmm. in his class. I kind of thought that, well, I didn't think I could ever like you. And now I I like you more than I ever thought I could. That's kind of where I went eventually, but yeah, you could be right. She could be. Yeah. Well, that's where I landed. Sure. Mm-hmm. But I, I'm open to the idea. I mean, there's there's nothing wrong with a character being bisexual. You don't have mm. to be straight or gay. You can be both. Sure. So. Um, no, I got I, I got I got that hint that she might have been yeah. bisexual, but it did come off as like in the beginning, like of her um, or at the end of her little story that she was gay. What mm-hmm. was what which was... it could be just me wanting Steve to have a happy ending. Yeah. Yeah. Which. That's a good point, yeah. Oh, go ahead. I was just saying that's a good point. Yeah. I I mean, I I saw an article on a website that um, stated that, oh, Stranger Things has its first LG... They might have have two, if you ask me. Yes. And I... it It wasn't until this reveal about Robin that I'm like, oh... Okay, not what I was thinking of because of one line in the whole show. It is only one line, and I think they're too young. They might be too young to know. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I, I'm speaking as a straight man. I, I don't know when you know that. Who uh, are you talking about? Uh, uh, Will. Will. There, there was a line that Mike said. Oh, uh, you know when, what? Yeah, now that, you, now that you mention it, that did cross my mind at one point, too, in the mm-hmm. season. I, I, I'd kind of forgotten it, but yeah, it's a good point. Which I'm like, oh, that, I mean... He out of out of that group of those three, or actually those four, mm-hmm. he was the only one that didn't have anyone. He did get a dance at the at the winter ball though, and he seemed excited about that. Yes, but again, but, I mean, they're young. Things change. They're young, but that the, could mean a number of things. It could mean, hey, I'm a you know, I've got attention, or things are or, getting back to normal for me. I'm not the dead yeah. boy. Yeah, yeah. At least someone's interested in me, kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd be all right with you know. I mean, obviously, I'd be all right if he was, but yeah. Um, yeah, that's a good point. I kind of forgot about that. 
You know what? Yeah, because then, then at one point they were like, "Don't you want to talk about girls or whatever?" And he's like, "No." Yeah. Something I mean, like that. I wanted to one take, of those. Yeah, and I wanted to take that just to mean he doesn't want his childhood to go away. He wants. Right. He wants to be with his friends. He wants to be playing games and. He I, was kind of robbed of of his childhood. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. That was sad. Yeah, it could go either way. Yeah, that was really sad. Um. All right, uh, Kyle. I wanted to ask you your favorite character. We got Steve. Steve, Steve's good this season. Um, but I think, at least for this season, it's Hopper. Really? Yeah. I've heard a lot I've, of negativity negativity about Hopper this season. I mean, really? I can I can see the negativity in what he in what he did, but he was he was being a father, and I can for, I can see why he was right for being a full protective. for a full grown teenager, and he didn't have that time to develop with her. Right. As a father, yeah. He just wanted three inches on the door. That's all he wanted. <laughs> that scene was fantastic. Oh, it's gonna make me cry again. We'll get I mean I mean we'll get God. to that, but I mean but I mean three inches on the door, that's all he wanted. Uh it was it, to me it was weird. Oh my god, you guys I'm choked up again. <laughs> it was weird to me how much they were making out. <laughs> like, yeah. Like uh like even you guys even didn't make before... out with your with your first girlfriends like that? Uh, uh, not at well. Let me see. Seventh grade was the first girl. No, I can easily say no. Oh, <laughs> uh, I mean, I'm getting, yeah. I I'm didn't getting... know how to kiss when I had my first girlfriend. So that's what we did. We just Bra- we just put mouths together. <laughs> Practice kissing. My, I don't know. Amanda says I'm an okay kisser. So, oh, <laughs> but what is Amanda? But what does your husband say? I don't talk to him anymore. Mm. <gasps> trouble in paradise. Oh, I was just gonna say trouble in paradise. <laughs> um, but no, I mean, yes, he wasn't all that great to uh, Joyce. Yes, that's her name. Joyce Myers. <laughs> yes, Will's yep. mom. Yes, or you could just say Will's mom. Yeah, yeah, we'll know who it is. Um, but I liked I liked his interaction with Smirnoff. <laughs> Alexi, yeah. Oh, that's going to be another sad point. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And I I got to, let me interject just real quickly. I got to love Cupid of Stranger Things, Murray, in season two and now season three. Like, I felt it coming in season three. Mm -hmm. Like, he's going to do it again. He's going to lose his mind in this car. And he just. We we need to get Murray in a room with Steve and any random girl. (laughs) Yes. Because Murray will make it happen. Yeah, yeah. Murray's fantastic. I'm so glad he got a little bit bigger role this year. Me too. All right, Kyle. And it wasn't until episode five that he came in? Uh, Four four or five, yeah. Four or five? Okay. Yeah, I was wondering. Yeah, and okay, speaking of, I'm going all over the place, but speaking of characters that didn't, that just didn't have a whole lot, Paul Reiser in this third season. Five, just right. pops up. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, everyone, Paul Reiser, everyone. Paul Reiser. No. I was like 45 seconds of screen yeah. time. Yeah. He was busy like, making Mad About You the reboot. Yeah. Good Lord. Um, But no, Hopper... It was it was really hard for Hopper to, to try to be... I think be a father. Because as you said before, he never got... To this. Well, yeah, his daughter daughter died at what six, five or six. Yeah, yeah. So he's and he'd also changed. Yes, right. 
who he was when he was that girl's father. Right. He's right. not the same person. The like like the mayor said, pills, alcohol. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's so. I mean, yeah. I think he's he was. He, uh, I'm sorry. He was that '80s dad who came home from work and grabbed a beer every day. Yeah. Um, and he was very prototypical of an '80s dad. That's what I read from it. And what I've been reading about the criticisms of Hopper is he was a bad dad and a jerk to Joyce and Alexi and all these things. And I saw it as okay. So season two ended. He got a daughter in that exchange. But he also realized how much he failed her in that whole time that he had her, keeping her away from her friends and these things. I think he's he's still reeling from a lot of things that are going on right now and the change of having a teenage daughter who's dating a boy. Mm-hmm. It's all just coming to him. And the fact that, you know, he's he's got these feelings clearly for Joyce and she can't return him because, man, does she have some post-traumatic stress from Bob and she's still dealing with that and not being able to get over that, uh, you know, mm-hmm. as we would expect, cause that was awful. She had to watch him die. And that was her chance at a normal relationship. And he had offered to take her away from this place that had been kind of destructive for her and her family. And she should have listened and maybe Bob would have been alive still. And so she has this guilt. And so she's not returning these feelings to, to, to hop because she's not ready. And, but he is. And so he's kind of dealing with that frustration. And then, obviously not being able to talk to 11 about these things and maybe jealous of Mike stealing away 11 from him too. So, Oh yeah. He said that in his letter. Yeah. It's like, I just want to spend more time with you. Miss game nights and things like that. Yeah. So and, and anyone, who is complaining, anyone who is complaining, take two things into consideration. One, the eight episodes flows over the course of like three days. Three, yeah, exactly. So it's a very short amount of time and stress mounts and issues so continue much. to come up. Yeah. And think about a bad day that you've had and how many times you took that bad day out on someone. Now imagine that that bad day is times a thousand. Mm-hmm. And what kind of asshole would you be? You'd right. be a pretty big asshole. I think you're an asshole now. Thanks. Dave agrees. Yeah. So that also, Listen, just because he's not the perfect dad doesn't right. mean he's a bad dad. Right. Listen, my dad was that dad. He came home, had a beer. You didn't really talk to him much. But I had all my life with him, not just thrown into a relationship with him. So he was clearly spending time with Eleven. You got that in the letter. He was there for her. Mm-hmm. He wasn't just coming home and checking out after work. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, that, that's that's a great point. This is three days, and they have a Russian Terminator chasing him all the time. <laughs> <laughs> He's just trying okay. to keep I'm... Joyce alive. Yeah. He got the crap beat out of him a couple times. Several too. several times he lost yeah. lost to Russian the Russianator. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And also, okay, last thing is Eleven can take care of herself. Well she she doesn't need him. Right. She's it's good that he's there. And that's that's and, what Max was proving to her too, was that she doesn't right. need somebody. Yeah. So so him going off for a day. And and Joyce being the one to say, oh, we got to call the kids. And he's like, oh, we got to do this, though, just because his focus isn't on calling the kids. He knows that she's powerful. That's what he learned in season two. And he also knows if she's in trouble, she can contact him at any yeah. point, at any time. She can find him. So just shut up. <laughs> Let Kyle like his favorite character. Yeah. Yeah. Leave, leave Kyle alone, everybody. Hashtag Jesus. hashtag Kyle too. hashtag justice for Kyle. Yeah. <laughs> That one's a better one. You're right. <laughs> That's a better one. 
Um, yeah, the other criticism I heard a lot is these characters changed so much from last time. And I'm like, they're teenagers. They're growing up. They're going to change. I mean, it ends idiots. It's also been six months since we last saw them. Right, and really the only and two... summer. I think the only two personalities that really have changed is Mike and Lucas because they've had girlfriends. Right. And that's the only difference I can see. Will is still trying to live as Will. He's still trying to be a kid. Dustin wants his friends back, but they're focused on something else, so he wants to brag about how he found a girlfriend. And then he goes to his other... his older brother, Steve. <laughs> uh, <laughs> which is... Oh, man. I love... There's a meme out there. That's Steve. Uh, you know you're the favorite child when Steve looks at Mike and Lucas and says, "Not again." And then when when <laughs> when he comes when uh when Dustin comes around, he says, "Hey, it's you." <laughs> He's like, oh, he excited. gets a big smile yeah. on his face. He's so happy to see him. Yeah, that that little gesture thing they do with the lightsabers and the the guts is fantastic. <laughs> it is so good. That just shows you how much time they've spent with each other since the snowball. So we ended up talking a little bit too long about why people have criticism criticisms with Hopper. But yeah. Kyle, why specifically is he your favorite this season? Just the, it's honestly the the growth and him and his, oh, and his sacrifice at the end. Do you want to get into it now? Yeah, why not? We're we're on him. Yeah, let's talk about it. All right. So in order to get rid of the the mind flare, they had to close the the gate again. Um, and while they were attempting to do it, Joyce and, and hop, uh, the Russian Terminator broke into the room and they needed a, a two person thing to switch the key and Hopper had to keep the Russian guy off of Joyce while she could do it. And she was finally able to do it. But in order to keep the Russian guy away, they were fighting in the room with the machine We're introduced to very early, uh, in episode one at the beginning. And you could see what could happen if you turn it the wrong way, which Alexi told them how to do, um, Smirnoff. Uh, told them how to do, and she's able to do it, but she has to sacrifice Hop to do it. And mm-hmm. he should have just thrown the guy over the rail and then ran. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's a long fall. He's not going to make <laughs> his way back up there quickly. Why did he have to throw him into the machine? Yeah, but whatever. Dramatic effect. Let's. Uh, that's true. Let's talk. He about... also got to say, "See you, see you in hell." Yeah, right. <laughs> the <laughs> great. That's awesome. The great eighties. A uh, great eighties action very movie line. 80. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I'll be back. <laughs> um, okay, so the question is, as we had with Spider-Man, uh, is he actually dead? Because people that were in that room escaped alive. Um, no, the people that were in that room blew up. Well, some yeah. of them escaped through that door. They, they showed them running out the door at the bottom of the stairs. But I thought it was locked. They were running out. The door, the camera followed. There were people who walked in, and there were people who had escaped, but that was earlier. Okay, uh, there's a scene. There's a scene after where they're showing people run out. I, you know, I'll, I gotta go. I want to watch it again anyway. But anyway, there's no body. Is there a death? Is my point. Um, in TV world, that usually means there's no death. Um, well, I mean, for those those scientists that got disintegrated, there was no body. Okay, they don't show him die. There's no death. Are you happy now? Okay, there we go. That makes it, that makes it perfect. It's the same damn sentiment. It's perfect now. It's the same damn sentiment. Um, <laughs> so people are led to believe that he's still alive because of that, or also because the mid-credits scene, the Russian says, no, not the American, not yet. And then they, they want to think that somehow that that's Hopper. Um, mm-hmm. Where do you land? One, is he still alive? And two, do you want him to still be alive? 
Hmm. I'll start with Johnny because we all know it's Kyle's favorite character. No, but actually, I would have, I would, I would have said I don't want him to still be alive. I said Johnny goes first, but I know, but I was proving you wrong. I want to hear what Kyle has to say first. I'm, I didn't say you were going to say one thing or the other. I was going to give you the chance to talk the most. <laughs> is what my point was. Damn it, Kyle! Stop I think interrupting you're saving me. you for last because it's your favorite character, yes. so you might have more. To no, say. I don't. No, but I... I talk a lot more than you do, so so maybe I'll it, get mine honestly, out of the way I... quick. It's such an emotional, uh, traumatic event that both Joyce and Elle went through that it it wouldn't be meaningful to bring him back. I think it would depend on what state in which he's brought back. Yeah, could he Is be he completely normal? Is he the same Hopper in that cell, or has something happened and he's twisted and yeah, and could he be, to be could brought he be an, back? Could he be an upside down version of? Hopper. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think it's 100% left ambiguous intentionally mm-hmm. because maybe they don't know. Maybe they want to hear the feedback. Maybe they don't know if he's uh, um, what's his name? Who's the guy that plays Hop? Uh, David, David Harbour. David Harbour. Maybe they don't know if he's going to be available, although, although I do think he said he really wants to come back as Hopper. Um, I, I honestly, I'd probably be fine either way. And so I'm going to say I don't I don't know if he's dead or not, because I feel like the show doesn't know if he's dead or not. Hmm. Um, I think it could be any American. I mean, it could be Bob, for all we know. How great would that be? Sean Astin comes back next. Time. <laughs> that would be pretty. Great. I would love that, actually, because yeah. I really liked Bob. Well, all we <laughs> I know. See, I want to see Bob again in a search of his upcoming work that he's going to be doing. All I have here is the Black Widow film. Mm hmm. So that's all that's in the future. He's got a movie that's still coming out this year that's done. It's in post-production, but that's all that's in the future right now is Scarlett Johansson's Black Widow. So I'd be fine either way. I'm, I'm all right <clears throat> if he's dead. I'm all right if he comes back. But if he does come back, it, it better be – it better not just be him breaking out of the cell and making his way back to America. It's mm-hmm. got to be that he's found and needs to be, like, mentally brought back to who he was. Sure, like he's maybe got no memory or he's his yeah. mind is all flayed. Earn earn the return. Yeah. That's what yeah. I'm gonna say. Well yeah. how many seasons do they want out of this? The creators have said four or five. Okay. Cause this they they set it up really well to this where this could be like their final season if they wanted it to. Till the mid credit scene. Till the mid credits, yes. Which but even will... then they could have just left it as no, it was too, that, that was to me. Uh, it was too open for that to be just. Hey, they're still out there. That was if, if they didn't have that mid credit scene. I, I agree that this could have been the end. Yes. But, uh, so I agree with you, Kyle, that this this could have been a totally fine and and um, perfect way to end the show. But I also agree with Dave that because there's that end credit scene, it's an absolute reminder that there is another season on the way and it kind of diminishes this being the last season because mm-hmm. then it ends on a cliffhanger that never For... gets resolved and not one of those cliffhangers that you're supposed to imagine how it will end like the end of inception sure like it's up to you to figure out what it means yeah um yeah it's oh there... do you think that that demogorgon is uh is um dustin's pet dart Dart is that Dart or did Dart die in season? They two? showed yeah, they showed Dart dying. Oh, okay, never mind. I thought, oh, is that Dart? And he had like a yellow spot on him, so he was. Oh, he okay. was kind of. I looked it's for it. Different. I totally looked for it because I was thinking the same thing. 
Okay. All right. Then never mind. Yeah, I was I was right with you. I wanted it to be. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, and he was taller than the other one. They, uh, I've read in a couple articles that that's a taller Demogorgon. So maybe taller than the one. Maybe it's a more mature one. Yeah. Right. Do you think that there was that there's like a breach on the Russian side? I think, it, or do you I, think I, it was transported? I think there might have been a breach long enough for one to get through. Okay, because they couldn't get the gates to stay open as we saw. Well, and they had to find out about it some way. Maybe they've had that demogorgon for a while. Right. Yeah. Right. right. So maybe that was maybe th- maybe getting their hands on that is what led them to finding out about this portal. Cause we, do we ever learn how they even know about it? No, no, just them testing with that thing. Mm-hmm. The machine. Also, how great is it that the Russians are the bad guys in this 80s show? 80s, That's yeah, fantastic. Right in 1984 five. Yeah. <laughs> and the, the, the first two seasons, they're all worried about Russians and they're like, it's not Russians. <laughs> it's us. <laughs> and now Murray's now it's the Russians. Now Murray's right. It is the Russians. <laughs> Uh, they all thought Eleven was a Russian, too, for a while. <laughs> um, what was I going to say? Oh, my theory, one of my theories on who the American prisoner is, is that it's actually Brenner. Papa. Oh. oh. Didn't he die, though? Another death. We didn't see the body after. Um, oh, okay. But in season two, one of the guys that hurt in the sister episode, the guy that they, they threatened says he's still alive and everybody might have thought that well that he was just trying to buy time and try to save his life what if he mm-hmm. actually is still alive oh okay that's a good point so could there's be. there's that out there too that it could still so be. that could also be how the, the russians, russians know about the upside down exactly oh that's yeah that's that, an even better theory than just finding a demogorgon that he's been with them and feeding them information for the past year to stay alive and maybe now he's just out of information yeah and they're not feeding him to the demogorgon because because there's still more information to get from him. Right, right. So they can just I feed some random Russian soldier. Yeah, okay. All I right. actually like I like that a lot more than it yeah. being anyone else. It adds a lot. I think it it also gives a reason for Eleven to come back. Um she's got she's got business to finish. Who's your favorite character, Dave? Uh mine has always been Dustin. Yeah, I, Dustin's great. I love Dustin. Yeah, roast beef. And he got he got a lot to do this season for sure. Um, mm-hmm. And the 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 Scoop Troop was by far my favorite group this whole season. It was <laughs> such a fun ride. <laughs> yeah. Uh, when when Zer- Scoop when, Troop to Bald Eagle. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, it's great. Uh, yeah. Um, the everything with Erica and Dustin is hilarious. Uh, Erica just talking down to everyone older than her is is fantastic. Um, she started. She got really annoying to me, though. Yeah, she did. That's yeah, probably that's probably why she got annoying because she was talking down to everyone, and she and they're like, and they're like, we're older than you, stop it. But there was a point where she was right every time, where I was like, okay, maybe she has a point. But yes, there was an arrogance to her that I didn't kind of jive with. Yeah. Um, but I got. To I think maybe they nerd. just took it too far. Yeah. Like yeah. she was a little too extreme in her disrespect of people in general. Like yeah. she didn't. It was like she's like that person that can never be pleased no matter what, mm. and she always mm-hmm. finds fault with something. So even though she's right about things, she doesn't understand the way the world works and that you should treat people kindly. Sure, I don't know. She was a dick. It kind of it it worked or uh, it it finally fell into place when Dustin told her she's a nerd and explained yeah. and explained why. 
And then she kind of started to understand. And when he when they gave them Will's D and D stuff, I thought that was awesome. Yeah, her her character became a lot more palatable once once he had that confrontation with her. Yeah, and he's not afraid of her. No, I like that too. He was not afraid to call her a nerd from yeah. from then on. Um, yeah, the scoop troop, what the drugged being drugged by the Russians. It was, oh, yeah. <laughs> it was so, so good. Yeah, that was good stuff. Uh, yeah, so Dustin's been my favorite. Steve is a very, very close second. Um, <laughs> Steve is just the man. And I'm so glad I was wrong about my theory about him dying this year. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm so glad. He- I feel like he is definitely going to be one of the characters that has a happy ending. Because he hasn't gotten a happy ending yet. Right, and he's redeemed himself. He's been yeah, redeeming he's totally himself. totally redeemed himself. Yeah, yeah. He's becoming a better person. Yeah. I love their little group. That, well, it's not a little group. There's a lot of people in their group now, but yeah. I, I love their group. Everyone's just like on board with everything. And Robin's like, what do you mean she has powers? Yeah, she's got, she does things with her mind. Just come on, get on board. Okay. <laughs> right. I've seen enough. Right away, yeah. she wants to solve this Russian riddle. And You know, the only thing that bummed me out about Steve was no nail bat. Yeah. There was the mention of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually saw an interview with uh, the girl that plays Nancy and the guy that plays Jonathan. And uh, they were doing like a like a, a BuzzFeed quiz of who which Stranger Things character you'd be. Mm-hmm. And they said, "What's your what weapon would you choose?" And she's like, "Well, I think I'd take Steve's bat." And down to the guy by John is like, "Well, actually, it's your bat." And he's like, "Oh yeah, <laughs> it was her bat. <laughs> it was in her garage." <laughs> oh, there's some knowledge. Yeah. Look at that guy. Yeah. He really knows that universe, doesn't he? Yeah, I had to think about it for a second. Like, oh yeah. They were just That's his nails. Impressive. They weren't even yeah, his nails. Nail? Were they her nails too? <laughs> no, I think uh, they were Jonathan's. They got it from the shed. What? Well, so <laughs> it's her bat and his nails, and Steve just claims it. Yeah, Steve just, yeah. Then in second season, he has that cool moment where he goes and gets it from the truck. And oh, pre- that pretends was like I was really hoping for that moment in this season where yeah. he's like, ah, oh, I finally got my bat. He pretends like he doesn't know what Dustin's talking. He's like, you got your bat? He's like, what bat? And then later he just confidently goes to his trunk and grabs it. <laughs> like it's been there the whole time. I was just playing cool. Oh, man. All right, let's talk about the new characters since we kind of got into it. Uh, Max, this is her second season. She got a little more to do. Her relationship with Eleven grew, which was fun to see. Mm-hmm. Two, two girls hanging out at the mall. Um, so new characters, uh, Robin, of course, we've talked a little bit about. Mm-hmm. Um, working at she's a she's a senior this year, I believe, is what they said. She was a year behind uh, Steve, and Steve graduated, so they work at. School. I, have a, I have a sorry, I have a quick question. Season one, what uh, what grade is Steve in? Steve would be a, a senior. Senior. Season two, what grade is he in? There's he's still a senior. He just he would ju- no hang on. No, no he he's graduated a ju- already. No, no, he was because they were studying in her car before they broke up. For his college application. She was she was a grade lower than him. Right. So she was a junior that year in season two. So she was a sophomore in season one. And so he would be a junior in season one. No, I th- I'm pretty sure he was a senior. He graduated. Because remember, at the end of season two, they had the dance and he didn't go. He dropped Dustin off because he wasn't in school anymore. That was a middle school dance, though. Was it? Oh, yeah. you're right. It might, yeah. Because at the beginning of the season, Nancy and Steve are in the car, and he's writing a letter to a college acceptance member. It's how his basketball game was the same as the victory over the Nazis or something like that. Oh, yeah. Okay. Because friends and I were talking like he should have been in college already. This is what a, this well, would he be his get into college. This is his first summer graduating. So this is this is when he would go to college. After this, uh, after the yeah. summer. 
Did the first mm-hmm. two seasons take place closer together, or, or do they take place over summer? It's eighty-three. It's the fall of eighty-three and the fall of eighty-four. Oh, okay. Because it's Halloween in season two, and then it's just before Halloween in season one. Okay, and then this one takes place over summer of eighty-five. Eighty-five. Five. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, season one ends at Christmas, so that could be in between. Um. So like his his senior year, but no, you know, that's before his, Christmas that's his, break. That's his junior year. School goes from September to June. Right. So his full junior year would have ended in June. So his senior year, when it picks up in October of eighty four. Right. I'm following you. I'm I'm good. I get it. Kyle doesn't seem to be. I'm. This is worse than time travel. This is... You get it, right, Kyle? <laughs> I'm starting to. I'm just I'm just trying to So his his junior year is 80 uh 83 84. Okay. Senior year 84/85, we don't see any of that 85 part other than the summer of 85. Which is senior season 3. And he's graduated just that just that past month. All right. You good? Yep. And then I don't know I don't I couldn't tell you what grade Jonathan's in. Um, I didn't think he was in school. And that was well he's in school. They were graduated. Well, he was in school. They were graduated. Well, they were interning, so I don't know right. if they were graduating or not. Well, they had graduated that year. They were interning over the summer. So then Steve would have been held back then a year. He would have done senior year twice. Who cares? <laughs> Let's move on. Who cares? Let's move on. Um, well, all we know is the boys are ending high school this after this summer. Yes. That's what we need to care about, I guess. <laughs> um, all right. Back to what I was. Oh, yeah. New characters. Uh, the Russians. We got Grigori, who is the Terminator guy. Um, I thought that was a cool little run of Terminator references, especially when he's shooting, mm-hmm. a gun, shooting a gun at them, leaving the house when Joyce is driving. Very Terminator. And then we've got Dr. Alexei, uh, a.k.a. Smirnov. Um, Dr. Alexei, when, when you are introduced to him in the first episode and he watches as his partner dies or gets shot or whatever, I can't remember how he dies, but, and then he's like, you got one year. It seemed like he was happy to be taking over. Was I wrong in that? Uh, I don't think so. I don't think you're wrong. I didn't think he would. I mean, maybe he he was a bit more scared because of the fact that if he doesn't do this, he could end up dead, which... Spoiler alert, he does. Um, so, not, not because he didn't do it right, though. Not, not because he didn't do it, but, I mean, he dies. He was a traitor. Traitor. Yeah. Um, but that was a lot of fun. The uh, the awkward, um, perfect strangers type outing they had with the four of them. Uh, <laughs> and then finally Murray can speak Russian, kind of translating and strawberry smoothies and <laughs> or, uh, uh, slushies. Uh, all good stuff with Dr. Alexi. Um, what other new characters am I forgetting? Uh, oh, the mayor. Um, mayor Larry Klein, played by Carrie Elwes. Yeah. Mm. What do we think about our corrupt mayor? Uh, he was just, he was the mayor from Jaws. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect analogy. Yeah. But that, worse. Worse? Yeah. Well, uh, 
He was worse. Okay. He was far more corrupt than, than True. the than the mayor True. from Jaws. The, the mayor from Jaws was careless. At least, but, but essentially, essentially they they wind up being the same thing. They're they're um, uh, not antagonists, but they're they're obstacles that need to be overcome. Yeah, and at least this one got punched in the face. Mm-hmm. And need in the balls. And yes. <laughs> and then arrested at the end. Um. Let's see. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's really all new characters we need to talk about. We got at least one episode with Mr. Clark, which was awesome. Uh, him teaching science to Joyce was, was a great moment in his little uh, train station garage. Mm-hmm. I thought that was a lot of fun. And then Hopper being jealous of Mr. Clark mm-hmm. was was pretty funny. But okay, so uh, Jonathan and Nancy, their arc was the whole... Wait, 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 wait. We did forget one. Erica? Susie. Susie. Okay. Oh, that's right. The much talked about and seen once. Uh, yes. For one one shining moment. Uh, I have to ask Kyle. This is something we were doing on a road trip to uh, Comic Con. Did nope, you? Never seen it. No. Okay. Was it each other? <laughs> You're funny, but no, I have never seen the never ending story. Oh. Well, just for just for Kyle, and because it's been stuck in my head since I saw that scene. And I was so excited to hear it's on the soundtrack. Oh, really? Nice. Listen, listen. Not right now. Yes, now, Dusty Bun. Shh. (laughs) (laughs) I think the best part is seeing Hopper's face. (laughs) In her face, the mirror of your dreams. Had to be done. Um, Had to be done, and they they were in tune pretty well too. Yeah, he's got apparently he's got a band. I saw him tweet something about it, some music that he had made, or unless he was tweeting out this song. I don't. I didn't look at the link. Uh, but yeah, a Susie played by Gabrielle Pizzolo, uh, adorable little girl. Um, mm-hmm. I thought that that reveal was so great. Um, yeah, I was I was I was really waiting. For her not to exist. Really? I once we got. To I the, knew she was real. Yeah, yeah. Once we got to the last episode, he's still talking about it, and then now Steve was doubting him. I'm like, oh, she's real for sure. <laughs> I knew she was real because when has Dustin ever lied? Good point. Only about didn't Dart. He lie, only about he lie Dart. About the demi dog. He didn't lie about it. He just didn't reveal it. He didn't reveal that he had it. Yeah, because he was trying to protect Dart. Yep. He didn't want them to, to tell him to get rid of it. Hang on, one last moment here. You just saved the world. Gosh, I miss you, Dusty Bun. I miss you more, Susie Poo. I miss you more multiplied by all the stars in our galaxy. No, I miss you. Enough. <laughs> Eric has to Eric has to chime in. Uh, that whole montage moment where they're going from group of characters to group of characters and, and Hopper is just like, is this really happening right now? <laughs> Everyone in the, I love how nobody says anything. They're just right. like, 
what we're gonna let this what? happen i guess yeah. yeah and then and then i especially loved how at the very end of the episode max and lucas are singing it yeah and, and, and the camera cuts to dustin way across the other side of the house just staring at them and flipping them off that was perfect <laughs> oh he even wins and loses in the same moment like he proves he's got a girlfriend but then loses. Uh, and she's hot right guys yeah Oh, yeah, she is way hotter than Phoebe Cates. <laughs> uh, more reasons why I love Dustin. Singing with that with his tooth issue and still still coming out strong. Dust, dusty poo. Um, okay, so... Alright. Wow, we've gone an hour and a half now. Um, well, let's just talk about the end and where we think we're going from here. So this, the series ends... Season ends with the group splitting up and Will bawling. That was heartbreaking. Oh, that was sad. Yeah. Um, just upset because Joyce is, is taking the kids and they're leaving town. Um, Nan- uh, Nancy and Jonathan are kind of separating, but they're not done, clearly. Um, Will is saying goodbye to all his friends, and uh, Eleven is going with them. Uh, the obvious choice there after mm-hmm. after Hopper dies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> for them to go with and it's a good choice i think for for joyce to move that family on that town she can't live there anymore yeah. uh, after everything that's happened to them and to her specifically with her with her son with bob and then with hop it's time to move on uh, even though i think her and mr clark would be a great couple um <laughs> <laughs> so they're all saying goodbye 11 hops in the truck after reading the sad note from from hopper which again is just more, to me well, that's a good finale for him, a good way to send him off and um, gives her room to grow from that and learn from his, you know, the, the, the letter. When it, once it breaks off from what Joyce told him to say and then gets into his words, so well done. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, yeah, that was the second time I bawled. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. That was the only time I cried in that in that uh, show. Yeah, that was, that was really sad. Um, so they load in the truck, Nancy, Joyce, I'm sorry, Jonathan... And uh, Will together in uh, Jonathan's car. I was really hoping when they showed them in the car together that w- uh, Jonathan would play the Ramones for him just to kind of cheer him up a little bit. Just pop it in, and then that's how the show would go off um, with them riding all off together. Uh, they don't show Nancy drive away. They just show the, all the kids hop on their bikes and r- ride away. <laughs> so Nancy yeah. Nancy left at some point. Um, <laughs> no, she's still standing there to this day. Yeah, she's just at the house. <laughs> she, she lives there. She bought the house. Uh <laughs> With intern money. But yeah. none of the magnets work. It's right. <laughs> Damn magnets. Do the magnets work again now, or The machine what? is destroyed. <laughs> it would have to, yeah. That electromagnetic field would be gone. No, once a magnet loses its no, I know. charge, it's gone. New magnets will work, though. They have to ship some in. New magnets will work, yeah. They'll have to ship it in It there. wasn't the fridge that lost right. conductivity. <laughs> right. Um, all right, so, so we're left with a few questions here that we'll answer, and we'll wrap things up. Will Eleven get her powers back? Because after she gets bit, her powers fade, and she cannot use her powers from that point on. Um, she can't find Dustin at the mall, so they all have to cruise over there and find him. Um, and she can she couldn't fight the flay, the 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 mind flayer off because of that as well, which is why we got the situation with Billy. Um, and the fireworks and stuff. So, what do you guys think? Will she get her powers back in season four? Yes. Okay. At the very end. At the end? At the end. Because this will give her time to be... Normal? 
normal. New place, no powers, yeah. no nosebleeds. Exactly. I mean, she'll she'll be acquainted with being normal, and then at the very end, she'll get her powers back and save whatever. No more spying on boys? No. Or uh, different species. Right. Uh, at least her grammar's improved. True. A little bit. Yeah. I mean, she still says things like, can I read? <laughs> and oh, yeah, yeah. you lie, right. and I dump your ass. Yeah. <laughs> which, that was a great moment. I really, Yeah, and then Mike just like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I love how Max is like, oh. Uh, yeah. <laughs> right. I wanted to see Lucas's face like, yeah, this was coming. <laughs> uh, yeah, she puts Lucas through hell. <laughs> they break up all the time, it sounds like. Um, sounds like a normal, average, everyday American relationship. That's right. That's right. Hell. In high school. Not worth it. Um, no. Uh, love is great, kids. Well, where was I going? Oh, so, okay. Yeah, I don't... I, I, I think she won't. I think she won't get her powers back. And that um, whoever might be returning, whether it be Hopper or Brenner, will have powers. Mm. From Russian experiments. Mm. We'll see. Or they'll they'll go into the other, what do they got? Uh, nine other kids that might have powers. So here's why I think she's gonna get her powers back because I don't think they were taken away. Mm-hmm. I think they were blocked off. Okay. Um, because so far nothing has been introduced to show that that once you get powers they can be taken away. Sure. We're kind of led um, to believe she was born with them because of the experience done to her mother. Exactly. And also the reason she loses them is when she makes contact with the mind flayer through Billy. So it's a mental thing. Mm-hmm. So there wasn't anything physically done to take them away from her. She was in the, or she was in the upside down or, or whatever that, that water place is. Um, the deprivation when, tank. Yeah. Yeah. yeah <clears throat> the deprivation tank area. Um, so yeah, I think I, I could, that's why I think they're coming back is because I think it's like a mental thing, mm-hmm. and eventually she'll snap and she'll get him back. I do hope that she stops getting so many nosebleeds. She yeah. got a lot of nosebleeds, double oh, yeah. double nostril at the end there. Yeah, that was that made me sad for her. I'm like, that must suck. You can use your powers, but every time you gotta find a tissue, even even just to make robots dance. Yeah. Here's the thing: put the Kleenex in your nose. Well, maybe that'll distract her from using her abilities she's gotta then you look like a nerd yeah she's gotta have clear nostrils and a bandana blindfold (laughs) uh i think my theory is that the mind flayer thing that was inside her sucked the power from her but that's just a theory Mm -hmm. i could go either way um all right the uh, maybe just like robin (laughs) hey oh (laughs) oh Uh, that's one thing I'm surprised with this age of who are raised parents all over Twitter. Nobody was asking what's Robin's last name. Cause nobody knows. Hawk. Uh, no, that's the actress's last name. I know. <laughs> it was a joke. It wasn't good. Um, what else wasn't good? Green screen. Green mm-hmm. screen. I don't know. What do we think of the monster? That's not where I was leading this conversation, Kyle. Wow. Way to direct uh, the monster. The, the monsters were unique. I yeah. liked how the monsters looked. And I liked that the mind flayer just looked like body, but like like human goop 
Like a Lego. It looked exactly <laughs> like the Mind Flayer from the Upside Down, but made out of human goo. Molded from, yeah, goo. Yeah, I thought that was cool. Yeah, uh, I couldn't have applauded more when they killed... Or the, the whole hospital scene was fantastic. Because um, uh, mm. that was really the, the ramping up of all the action from there and the, the, the Terminator thing and then uh, inside the Russian base. All, all good things. Um, uh, I had another question, but Kyle's ridiculousness has popped it out of my brain. <laughs> hey, you're welcome. America. Uh, so, yeah, I, I guess, where do you rank? Uh, Johnny's already kind of mentioned the ranking of the seasons for him. Um, or Have I? Well, you kind of graded him, not really ranking. So let's rank them. Uh, where would you, how would you rank the seasons, Johnny? Um, one, three, two. That's where I stand. Kyle? I I want to go back and rewatch them all before I give a definitive answer. Johnny, did, I, you, did you rewatch them before? Uh, no, okay. I did not. Okay. I guess, yeah, it's just me because I, right now, I mean, two, two is definitely at the bottom. So I, so it's a it's a tie between one and three. Which one would be the top? Well, I mean, for me, one takes it because it started it, and it was a great it was a great introduction. I season two, I still love. I, it just wasn't as good as season one, and season three, I think, was better than season two. So there's my explanation. Mm-hmm. Now, if we're ranking it by by uh, best Steve appearances, <laughs> then it's then it's two, three, one. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, Steve, Steve. Season two, Steve is the best. Yes, for sure. Yep, because isn't that what he says? Uh, I may be a, I may be a shitty boyfriend, but I'm a damn good babysitter. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, yep. That's finger looking good, and <laughs> he's got so many great lines in season two. <laughs> <laughs> it's really when his relationship with Dustin develops. They go over the hair tips. The hair tips, yes, yeah, the girl tips. Mm-hmm. Um, pretty much introducing nagging into the world <laughs> in the <laughs> 80s. <laughs> oh, man. Um, yeah, the whole bus thing when he was ready to fight the Demogorgon because he's a badass. Mm-hmm. The, the Demodog, I should say. Yep. Uh, he's so protective of the kids when they're in the tunnels and stuff. Yeah, even before letting him get in the tunnels when he's waking up in the car. <laughs> Who's driving? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Good stuff. And, that's, and season three, when when Dustin finally confronts him about never winning a fight, and you're oh that was great. You're in your mind. You're <laughs> hey, thinking, you actually want to fight? <laughs> you're you're thinking of the one time really with with Billy, and then you're like, and then he's like, and then Jonathan, like, oh yeah, there was Jonathan. He, <laughs> uh, he can't win a fight. <laughs> that was dope too. When when the Russian guy slammed him into the console, and he knocks him back with his elbow, and then he grabs the phone and he throws it, and he catches it with one hand, yeah. and bats him in the head. <laughs> the one, so like, yeah, hey, goes Steve. Steve showed off for Robin. <laughs> oh, but she'll never be impressed. No, no. What about uh, real quick? Um, Back to the Future, the 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 inclusion of Back to the Future and their conversation about the movie. Loved it. <laughs> it was good. It was so good. What? How can he be going to Back to the Future? Should it be Back to the pe- the present or the past? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, they're in the past, and they need to go back to the future, which is his present. <laughs> <laughs> I like uh, I like how when they were on drugs, they described it as the movie where the mom wants to bang her kid. <laughs> right. 
Uh, did you catch some of the other movies that were listed on the on the marquee? Uh, uh, I saw them, but but I don't. I, I didn't yeah, have I don't them. Yeah, I wanted to write them down. I didn't, but there were some good ones on there. Um, yeah, more. I bet there's a 40 minute long YouTube video of all the Easter eggs <laughs> from. There's an hour stream. long. There's an hour long YouTube video of Dustin and Susie singing. Just <laughs> just it looped. <laughs> on repeat. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, I did not click on that. I just it was recommended to me from all my Stranger Things videos I've watched. Oh, all the interviews and stuff. Um, go back and find. There's a, I think maybe a Vanity Fair interview or no, whatever company does the Google search interview. Um, well, I think it might be Wired. Autocomplete, yeah. Dustin and and Steve do it together, and it's 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 fantastic. Oh yeah, I saw that one, and they make jokes about how um, about he about how he looks so much like Ben Schwartz. Yes. Yeah, did you and see that? And then him and Ben Schwartz have a video together with, with on Corden. YouTube, yeah, yeah, they do a segment with Corden where they're being asked about it, and they're like sitting the same way, and uh-huh. <laughs> cross each other's legs, and say, "It's fantastic." All right, um, that's all I got for Stranger Things. I could probably go into a lot more detail, but we're almost two hours long, and that would be two weeks in a row that we almost went two hours long. So I think we're good. <laughs> um, so next week um, will be. Uh, yeah, we'll have a show while I'm at San Diego Comic-Con. So then after that, we'll wrap up San Diego Comic-Con and do a Geek Out episode about all the stuff that's announced this year. Lots of stuff at Hall H again this year. I think we're going to get some Marvel news while we're there. Yep. Uh, if nothing else, uh, maybe announcement of the next couple films. Uh, in the pipeline or actors or that kind of thing. Um, so next week, we might do a special episode. At, uh, no, there's an interview episode. We're recording... Next Sunday. That's what's going to happen. We're interviewing the authors of two Dungeons and Dragons books for young adults, kind of starter books for them. Um, I'm going to hype it up now by grabbing the books and reading you the authors' names that we're interviewing. Uh, that's not on the cover, so that doesn't help me. Uh, the books are Monsters and Creatures and Weapons and Warriors. It's, like I said, a young adult introductory to the world of D&D. It's very good. Um, Jim Zub and Stacy King are who we're going to interview. Uh, next week. So we're going to talk to them about these new books that are coming out uh, very soon. Uh, I don't have the date on here, but we'll talk about that in the interview. So we're going to take care of that next week, and then we're going to do a wrap-up of Comic-Con the week after that, and then I have a very special true crime episode for true crime fans that I believe Johnny and Jenny will join me for, in which I have researched meticulously a geek-related crime. Um, Ooh. Ooh. And these guys will just follow along with me as I tell the story, and they'll be able to ask, uh, react and ask questions and things like that. So I will narrate the story of this very geek-related murder um, or assault or you know what that kind of thing, a true crime story, and we'll uh, do a deep dive into it like a true crime podcast would. And maybe we'll do this uh, every month, one episode, or every other month. We'll see how long this research takes me and how grueling it is and if I can sleep afterwards. Um, mm-hmm. I've got a couple like cases. a good idea. Yeah, i got a couple cases in mind that I might... Uh, run by somebody. It won't be you two. I'd like you to go into it kind of blind. Um, if that's cool with you guys. Um, um, I don't care for it, but it's your show. Oh, really? You'd rather, <laughs> you'd rather know? No, I'm fine with okay. it, dude. Dick. Um, <laughs> I kid, I kid. Uh, Alright, so you can contact us on social media at Atomic Geekdom. You're going to want to follow us. We're heading into part two of the con season. Uh, as Comic-Con starts up and more Wizard Worlds are going to be happening uh, towards the end of summer. And we're going to be attending, hopefully, at least two of them that I know of, Madison and Chicago. 
uh, as we head into fall. We have to apply for those yet, but we should be covering those, and you'll want to follow us on Instagram and YouTube to see all the coverage of all of those good things. Hopefully Kyle and Johnny can come with me. Oh, yeah. Um, <clears throat> so uh, at Atomic Geekdom for all of that good stuff, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. But if you want to follow the individuals that make up this fine, fine show, these gentlemen, uh, these men of intelligence, these fine, fine scholars, and they're quite handsome sometimes. Uh, Johnny, what's Aww. your social media? Uh, I'm at Johnny Wellens on Twitter. And uh, uh, no, no news to bring about what's in the pipeline, but still oh. a reminder that stuff is in the pipeline. I can't announce it yet. Man, but I'm, it's coming. I'm waiting. I'm... It'll be announced. Also, if anyone uh, has not seen the new Disney Mulan trailer, then watch that immediately because it is beautiful. The, the teaser? Yeah, I caught it. I didn't watch it with audio yet. Um, does Is the dragon in it? No. Nope, no Mushu. And I'm okay with that for the first trailer. Yeah, they're saying no Mushu. No, I'm saying like, not no in the movie at all. all movie, they've said. Oh, really? Yeah, they, they're, they're not even no Mushu, and it's not a musical. They're not even replacing him with like a different character. Uh, I don't know about that. Okay. I just know that they've confirmed that Mushu will not be in it, which is fine. Sure. You know, Mulan's but Disney's Mulan is not the first time. I mean, that's that's not the be all end all of the Mulan story. That's a story that's been passed around for years, yeah. and it has its own takes on it. So, um, I'm yeah. fine. I'm fine without it. But they do a beautiful instrumental of reflection. And uh, and I didn't catch it until like halfway through the trailer, and it's and it's awesome. I that's probably one of the later ones that I know the least songs from. Like after Lion King, I kind of checked out. What? Yeah, well, that is some of the best songs. I grew up, man. I grew up. We are men. We must be swift as the coursing river. We are men with all the force of the great typhoon. We are men. With all the strength of the raging fire, mysterious as the dark side of the moon. Yikes. Vegeta, Stop, stop, stop. Stop. No, we're not. Stop. How about now? No, God Kyle. Kyle. Are we done? TV's the abridged? I didn't know you was a fan. Oh, hell yeah. Oh. Good, good. Oh, now, check now out you know. Dragon Ball Z abridged on YouTube. It's by Team Four Star. It's fantastic. All right, Kyle, yeah. social media? Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at at CowCrowsy89. Yeah, that's that's me. I blinked there for a second. But yeah, no, you can follow me there. And um, yeah. Okay. Dodge. Where can we find you uh, on social media, Dave? At Atomic Kingdom. But if you want, I've been streaming a lot uh, on Twitch, DJ Clark 21. So there you go. You can watch me play Mario levels and have lots of fun. And Mario you, levels. And if you okay. have if you have levels you've made, I'll play those too. So if you join the stream, you can see me play your level. Good. Good stuff. Uh, all right, so that's our show this week. Thanks so much for listening. Thank you, boys, for joining me. I mean, men. Thank you, men. I mean, mm-hmm. men. You gentlemen. We are men. And, uh, yeah, we will see you next week uh, for more Atomic Geekdom fun. Have a good week, everybody. Be good to each other. And thanks for listening to this very long episode in which we review two very good properties. Bye. Ooh.
back at me.